This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 609. Third time's the charm for Natalia's overall eight. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll meet Russian linguist and Three Keys IELTS student, Natalia, and learn how she increased her band score to an overall eight on her third IELTS exam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I hope you are in a comfortable place because you are going to need to listen carefully today, you guys. We have a super successful IELTS student here who got an overall eight. That's amazing. Natalia, welcome to the show. Uh, so nice to hear you, uh, Jessica. Yeah, and hello to everyone. Hello to all the participants of uh, Three Key Course. Awesome. Natalia, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah, so I'm from Russia. I'm a researcher. I do research in linguistics, in comparative linguistics. And oh. actually, yeah, and I also teach at the university. And actually, well, that was the reason why I decided to take IELTS. Uh, I mean, I don't really have to take it, but um, we are <laughs> encouraged uh, to take uh, international exams so that we could participate in international projects. Interesting. Oh my gosh, that is so fascinating. <laughs> I want to have a whole conversation with you about your job in linguistics, <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't think um, that would help a lot of IELTS students. So I will try not to get into that. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. So now that you got such a good score on IELTS, what sort of international projects will you be available for? Well, I don't know yet, but uh, so I've got some experience of uh, uh, research in social linguistics, for example, with the colleagues from uh, the University of Joensuu uh, in Finland and the wow. University of Central Lancaster in Lancashire in Great Britain, uh, where wow. we compared, yeah, so where we compared minority languages spoken in these three countries 
is. Uh, so we compared Welsh spoken in Great Britain, uh, Sami, there is a Sami language which is spoken in Finland and a number of other northern European countries, including Russia. And actually in Russia, wow. there are a lot of other minority languages. So more than 100 languages are spoken in Russia, apart from I Russian. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh my actually, yeah, my first language is not Russian. My first language is one of these minority languages. It's, oh. um, <laughs> yeah. Wait, Natalia, how many languages do you speak? So just four. So, I mean, just you know. four. <laughs> you can't say just four. <laughs> I mean, like most Americans just speak one. So I'm going to say four is extremely impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, how long have you been studying English? Oh, well, I think my whole life. Well, so yeah. I guess that uh, when we well, so I'm not that young, and uh, so <laughs> then back in 1980s when I went to school, uh, we usually began to study English at the age of 10 or 11, I guess. And since that okay. time, to some extent, I have always been involved in doing things in English yes. this way or another way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so listeners, let's let's take a step back here and look at the big picture of Natalia's situation. All right. So she is a professional linguist. I mean, incredible, right? But you still had to take the IELTS exam a few times. I mean, even though language is your life, you've been studying English since you were 10 or 11 years old, you still didn't get the scores you needed the first time, right? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So, well, okay. uh, yeah, so first time uh, my score was, uh, I mean, overall score was 7.5. Uh, so I had eight in reading, seven uh -huh. in speaking, and 7.5 in writing, and just like 6.5 in listening, I guess. Well, actually, wow. I was, yeah, I was frustrated uh, with my score in listening, and uh, so... Yeah. That was the reason why I decided to take a course with you. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. And then, so that's why you got into Three Keys IELTS because you, well, were probably most disappointed by that listening score, but you wanted to raise all the scores, I'm sure. Um, okay. So let's talk about how Three Keys and how your preparation helped you to raise your score. So you went from a 6.5 to an 8 in listening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a huge increase. I mean, that's a band and a half. So what do you think made the difference between that 6.5 and that 8? Uh, so, well, I, I suppose that, well, first of all, following the instructions, I mean, just uh, understanding that listening and understanding the speech isn't just the same as uh, uh, doing the test tasks. So you could understand everything, but still you could uh, get a poor score because uh, yeah. um, so there is difference between the task uh, and uh, just uh, listening. I mean, uh, so before for so taking your course, uh, I guess I didn't have any particular difficulties with listening, but uh, still, so I I think that I didn't have the techniques, the proper techniques of right. uh, following the tasks, and your course yeah. helped me immensely. Okay, yeah, because I would imagine with your background, 
listening would not be a problem. I mean, you can comprehend what you hear in English. So listeners, guys, it's not just about comprehension. Just like reading, right? It's not just about comprehension. It's about strategies. And I see it time and again that three key students, once they finish the listening module and they're doing the progress check-in, right? And they're like, I did not realize that all of these strategies, like maybe they seem simple, maybe they seem logical, but I wasn't doing them before. And these little tips make all the difference, right? Just like Mm -hmm. listening to the introduction before you look at the questions, right? Just sort Mm -hmm. of logical things that a lot of people overthink and will miss these steps in order to to really get into those questions and get the answers. Okay, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, reading stayed the same, eight. You got an eight before. You Uh got an eight this last time. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how did you accomplish such a high score? Well, I suppose that uh, here the main, well, of course, well, here, here as well as with listening, there are two main keys. Well, okay, so we speak about three keys, but... Uh, yeah. so, well. <laughs> That's okay. So, you, let's, so. let's boil them down to two. You know, yeah, the, yeah. the more simple, the better. <laughs> yeah, so for me, these were two keys. So, I mean, um, well, extensive reading or extensive listening. So, well, read in English or listen in English all the time. Uh, yes. So, that is the first thing. And the second thing is, again, uh, so following the strategy, following the instruction, understanding that um, just comprehension isn't enough, that actually uh, they say that even native speakers are not able to achieve high score if they don't prepare, if they don't have special technique. So For sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's so funny. Um, so you talk about extensive reading and listening. And so I I studied applied linguistics for my master's. And I know that's sort of like a, an applied linguistics term that I haven't heard or said in a while. I love it. So extensive <laughs> reading and listening, guys. This describes the reading and listening you're doing for pleasure, right? Not yeah, yeah. to learn the test strategies, not mm-hmm. to practice the questions, nothing like that. This is what you – a lot of teachers also call this outside reading or listening, right? So mm-hmm. this, guys, this is so important. That's why Natalia mentioned that as the first key to getting such amazing scores in reading and listening it and writing and speaking as well. Guys, you need extensive exposure to English, period, end of sentence. Like that is what everybody needs. And that's why in the study plan, because it's hard to know where to go for this extensive reading and listening sometimes because there's so many options. So that's why in the three keys study plan, we tell you exactly what resources you need to do to accomplish that extensive reading and listening. Okay. Oh my gosh. So, it's so fun to talk to a linguist. You are so <laughs> like fluently communicative. It's a pleasure. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
on to the writing. Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is something that I want to talk to you about because you actually went down a, ba- a half a band. Yeah. You went mm-hmm. down, so you went from 7.5 to 7. Now, reflecting on this last test experience, what what happened? Yeah, so, well, definitely, I know my mistakes. Well, number one was that I didn't control my time. So I don't know why. Well, probably because I was tired, because it's the last task. And so I spent half an hour on task one, so trying to polish it. And uh, so I didn't have time for task two. And as a result, it was messy, of course. And probably, probably there was another thing with task one. So it was a little bit, well, difficult to understand. Uh, I mean, the formulation of the question was a little bit difficult to understand. Well, maybe the uh, those, well, professionals who designed the task wanted uh, us to make a mistake. There. So it, it was formulated so- like... Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, sorry. You were just going to say that. Yeah, that was my question. What What was task two? Yeah. So well, let me let me try to recall it. So it was something like, um, so why do people refuse to reduce the amount of uh, energy? Um, Although uh, the risks of uh, of what of uh, so of environment damage are obvious or something like that, and there this was, sounds complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, there was another question. So, what can be done to improve the situation? And wow. I think that I just went into so into the issues connected with energy and uh, I ignored the environment part. Well, probably Um. I was to talk about uh, so the uh, pollution as well and so on because if we use too much energy, then our carbon footprint increases and so on, but uh, I ignored that part. I only spoke about the the waste of energy and how it's going to affect our future that probably will end up uh, with the loss of all the uh, fuels and so on and so on and yeah. So that was my mistake. Wow. Yeah, no, that is a huge score danger here, Natalia. That Wow. I can't imagine what score you would have gotten if you had controlled the timing and tackled that task two question correctly. You would have gotten at least an eight to (laughs) like 100% guarantee because, okay, what happened? The question was asking it. Okay, problem solution, guys. This is misleading because you don't actually describe the problem in the body. So I think the naming the essay problem solution is misleading. What you are doing is in the body tackling the two questions. So in this case, it was asking you to talk about causes in paragraph two, right? Why people are wasting energy or why they're not doing more for the environment. And then in paragraph three, suggesting solutions. So ignoring that cause, because you went off to talk about effects and focusing more on the problem itself. So Natalia, like you could not have gotten above a five for task response, right? So Mm -hmm. knowing this, knowing that there was a five in there, 
and yet you still got an, a seven for writing, that means your other scores were extremely high. <laughs> you know what I mean? So imagine if that five wasn't in there. Maybe you would have got an 8.5, you know, <laughs> like, know. or a nine. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is a great lesson for students out there, guys. You have to focus on the question. So when you get that task you question, underline all the keywords. And while you brainstorm, you need to check back to the question to make sure you are on the right track, right? I think adding these couple steps before you start writing is necessary because we know that if it's not focused correctly, you're going to get a five for task response, right? So, oh my gosh, Natalia. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You would have got, oh my gosh, that's that's terrible. That is such a danger though for Mm high-level students right? Because you have so many thoughts in English about this topic. And so you just, it's really easy to get off track a little bit because you have so much to communicate. So this is a good lesson for all of our students. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that happened to you, but hopefully (laughs) this will teach some other candidates out there. Okay. Awesome. Now speaking, you increased your speaking score by a whole Fan point. Now, mm-hmm. as with listening, was this just like the strategies and knowing the exam, or what do you think made that difference? Oh well, I suppose that there were several factors. Well, well, so first of all, well, certainly I had more time to practice, and of course, well, I followed the advice that you gave. Or I just. Yeah, so just imagine that I was at the exam and I was answering the questions and so on. And uh, I also had um, online practice with, well, so with other guys who were planning to take IELTS and so on. But uh, so just also the fact that uh, I have already been to an exam also made me feel yeah. more comfortable, probably. Yeah, so these things. For sure. So... You you ended up having to take the exam three times, right? Mm-hmm. There was so this mm-hmm. third time that was the overall eight. Okay, I got it. So yeah, this is this is key advice, you guys. Practice, practice, practice. If you don't open your mouth and speak English, it's not gonna magically happen on test day, right? And yeah. there are ways to do that, even if you're not in an English-speaking country. So what Natalia did, I love this as an example. Talk to yourself. Practice these test questions. Imagine you are at the exam talking to an examiner, but also reach out to other students. Guys, if you are a three-key student, you have access to so many motivated people just like you who want to practice English and improve for the exam. So if you are in three keys, guys, get involved in our Facebook group. That community is so supportive. You can find other students in there in the same time zone because, you know, we're all over the world. You can find other students to practice with. And if you're not in three keys, You should be. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, Natalia, so many amazing lessons from you today. Do you have any other last advice or tips for future IELTS test takers out there? Oh, well, so sure. Well, first of all, uh, my first tip is uh, never give up. 
I mean, well, of course, but sometimes maybe uh, you will feel that uh, you are not going to do it. But nevertheless, well, there are so ex so many examples. Uh, so uh, from these Facebook group, from yeah. these podcasts, which prove that actually, uh, well, people can start with low score, but then work consistently, and then they end up with really high results. So that is exactly. the first thing, I, I guess. Yeah, and practice practice and practice so uh, you know, <laughs> yeah it's true that practice makes perfect i really yes. believe it <laughs> this is true i know that i i love everything about what you just said you know this is as you said on the on you've heard this from other students guys this has consistently been the last words of wisdom from so many of our recent success stories this wasn't the first time that these guys had to take the test, right? Just like Natalia. Guys, don't give up. You can do it. And don't, if you haven't gotten the scores you needed yet, notice the keyword there is yet because you can get the scores you need. If you have the right preparation and like Natalia says, practice, practice, practice. So don't give up, guys. You can get the scores you need, just like Natalia and so many of the students that we've had on the show recently. Get into our course. Follow the study plan, you guys. AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, Natalia, such a pleasure to talk to you. You're just, you are so inspirational. I love it so much. Thank you for coming thank, on the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, well, I mean, I really can't, don't know how to express my gratitude. Thank you so much oh. for all the help and support and good luck to all the listeners. Awesome. Thank you so much for saying that. Awesome. All right, Natalia, enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Yeah, so thank you. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.